0: twilight these sisters discuss the paranormal and the unnerving they are known as the para sisters hi everybody i'm rebecca and i'm tristan what's up we're the para sisters and we are not live but we are coming to you on this thing. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're gonna pretty much get right into it. Cause I've been taking up a lot of Tristan's time and she has to go to work. So, uh, I talk too much. Apparently is the consensus among everybody. But anyway, before we start, I do want to let everybody know that I did a Google search and if you go to Google right now and type in Paris sisters podcast, you, will be able to just click on any of our podcasts and listen to them straight from Google, which I think is awesome. Yes. It's fantastic. Cause then you don't have to worry about apps. Like we are on Spotify and breaker and Google podcasts, which, and then a ton of other and ones o- that I've never heard. And of. And overcast and Overcase. pocketcast. Exactly. And-, and I've never heard of any of these or use them, <laughs> them, but I'm sure there are people that do. So you can find us on there and pretty much anywhere. And, of course, if you like what we're doing, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Parasisters.com. No. The Parasisters on YouTube. Dude, I should really think these things through before I start talking, because then I'm just, like, randomly babbling about things.
1: It's okay. It's
0: okay. I'm losing my mind. All right. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our links are always, always in the description of our videos. So, um, You can do that, and yeah, we're out there, man. We're making it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And unlike a lot of other podcasts, you can listen to us for free. So I don't know if you know, Tristan, I listen to some podcasts that make you pay after, like, the first, like, ten or so podcasts. Then you have to, like, pay a subscription to listen to the rest. <laughs> and I'm oh, like... really? I didn't know that. No. I'm like, I don't want to pay for this. <laughs> so I never do, but... Um, we aren't like that yet. No, we are so. <laughs> we're all of our podcasts are free. Yeah. Um, maybe one
1: day we'll start a Patreon where you guys get extra special content if you if you subscribe to Patreon. But yes. I would like to keep it to where our podcasts are always free yes. that you can listen to any of them
0: cuz we love this stuff so. and we know you guys love it and we want it to just be out there cuz hopefully we're not boring like some of the other paranormal people <laughs> that's mean okay anywho so uh Tristan yes can, I want you to guess what you think we're doing today <laughs> oh I don't know because you you told me it's not a place
1: or um a person or I'm like yes yeah, so this I don't is, it has to, it
0: this has is to a phenomenon so I know it does this is a phenomenon that even science says is a phenomenon. Because they have an explanation for it, but they aren't still even sure why it happens to some people and not other people. And so today we are talking about sleep paralysis. And the things that happen to people during sleep paralysis, which is where the spookiness comes in. Because you think, oh, sleep paralysis, that's whatever. I'm like... Whatever. But no, it can actually seriously be super scary and freaky for some people. And uh, I don't want to do too much scientific mumbo jumbo, but I am going to talk a little bit about what sleep paralysis is. And um, I did not. I mean, I read what scientists think it is. I don't remember it and I didn't write it down. (laughs) So if you are wondering what science says it is, you have to Google that shit yourself. Okay, I'm not. Yes. (laughs) I'm not doing all the work for you, okay? So, sleep paralysis. Have you heard of this, Tristan? I have
1: heard of this. Have you known anybody that's
0: ever had it happen to them?
1: No, I have not, personally.
0: I have not either, so.
1: I wonder how actually rare it is. Because I have heard a ton of stories about it.
0: Yeah, so I don't think it's that rare. Like, I think more people experience it than... We know. And I'm actually going to talk about it a little bit because apparently some cultures experience it more than other cultures do. And that could be based on their beliefs about it or, um, I don't know, random other things that I'm not really sure about. (laughs) But we'll see what happens. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, sleep paralysis is a state during waking or falling asleep. So you could be um, like just starting to wake up or just starting to fall asleep and, um, you experience this and it's basically you are aware of your surrounding, what's going on, but you are not able to move or speak. And so during an episode, and this is where the scientific part comes in because scientists call, um, things that you experience during, um, sleep paralysis, hallucinations. So they're saying that you may experience hallucina- hallucinations which you know, you're hearing or feeling or seeing things that they are saying aren't there. I think they actually might be there. So, um, And of course this can generate fear in people. Obviously if you're seeing things that aren't supposed to be there, you're going to be terrified to the depths of your soul probably. Of course. <laughs> Yes. Um, and so episodes of sleep paralysis generally only last a couple of minutes and it may happen to you one single time, or it could be something that you've experienced your entire life and it happens to you like on a regular basis, which I hope that I never, ever experience this, honestly. <laughs> I think, honestly. I think that yes. I won't like it if if it happens to me. Sorry, my camera's a little, no. a little wonky, so I'm going to try to... This doesn't want to stand straight. Okay. So a little bit of things that happen during sleep paralysis are, um, again, scientists, imagined sounds such as humming, hissing, static, zapping and buzzing noises are reported. Um, other sounds like voices, whispers and roars, and even fear of human faces, which is linked to um, superstitions like witches. <laughs> Um, And so that's pretty commonly experienced. And it's also been known that one may feel a pressure on their chest during an episode. So obviously feel like someone's pushing on you or sitting on you. And these are the all these symptoms are almost always accompanied by um, intense fear and panic. Obviously, (laughs) if you can imagine, you wake up, you can't move. And you think you hear or see things, of course, you're going to be like freaking out. Like, totally. Right. I don't, um, even,
1: I don't even like the blanket over my face. So I couldn't even imagine. Dude, like, I, am I don't so like anything claustrophobic. on my face.
0: It's so hard for me to even do the masks nowadays because I just hate having things over my face. Like, I hate it. Um, yes. So people also have sensations of being dragged out of bed or flying. Um, numbness and feeling of electric tingles or vibrations running through their bodies, which is kind of weird. So the original definition of sleep paralysis was um, pretty much coined by Samuel Johnson in a dictionary of the English language. And he made this term nightmare, which we all are obviously extremely familiar with now. And this is the origin of the word nightmare, it came from sleep paralysis, basically. Um, And so, obviously, sleep paralysis was widely considered to be the work of demons, like back in the day. (laughs) Um, It was pretty much everybody agreed that demons were doing whatever they're doing and that's what's causing sleep paralysis. Which. I don't know. I, hope I can that's see kinda that. of am not sure. <laughs> well, I can see that. Yeah. A lot of experiences that people have during sleep paralysis, which I am going to talk about are, um, they're not nice. Like they're completely terrifying. So, um, so the work of demons. And then they say specifically of Incubi, which, um, were thought to sit on the chest of sleepers and, um, I don't know if you know what incubus or succubus are, but I am going to also talk about those for people that don't know what that is. Um, so the word nightmare itself is derived from the old English mare and not like a horse mare, but mare M-A-R-E, which is a mythological demon or goblin who torments people with frightening dreams. <laughs> so I guess you can kind of see where you got this from. Right. So right. I didn't go into this a lot because an, Mare in mythology is, like, a huge subject all in itself. It's, like, it concerns nightmares. It has its folklore about nightmares, basically. So, if we It's to, a whole
1: other subject. Yeah,
0: exactly. If we were to talk about that, we would literally be talking for, for ages. <laughs> so, um, now I'm going to get into the cultural side of it. Because, like I was saying before, it depends on where you're from, I think. Um, your your symptoms and how often it happens to you, it depends on where you're from. So, Although the core features of sleep paralysis, the um, hallucinations, the sound, what are sound hallucinations called? The audio hallucinations, I guess. Um, Auditory hallucinations. Yeah, exactly. So those appear to be universal, um, but the way that they are experienced and how often um, vary according to time, place, and culture. So over a hundred terms have been identified to, um, or have been identified for these experiences. So obviously wherever you go, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, Some scientists have proposed that sleep paralysis is an an explanation for reports of um, paranormal phenomenon like ghosts or alien visits, demons or demonic possession, alien abduction experiences, and um, other things like the night hag and shadow people. So, they obviously, they're lumping all of these together with sleep paralysis. Um, Yeah, well, scientists
1: don't always know what the hell they're talking about.
0: No, they don't. They don't know. Um, Not at all. So, according to some scientists, culture may be a major factor in shaping sleep paralysis. So, when sleep paralysis is interpreted through a particular cultural filter, it... um, takes on a greater or different salience uh so it's just you know depending on where you're at so for an example if sleep paralysis um is feared in a certain culture the fear could lead to you being conditioned to that fear you know what I mean? it sounds weird right. but like it kind of makes sense like if you think you're afraid of something eventually you are just going to be afraid of something so right um, right And, of course, it worsens the experience if you're conditioned to the fear. Um, And then so they're saying that that in turn leads to higher rates of these things happening to people. So kind of consistent with the idea is high rates and long durations of um, sleep paralysis have been found in Egypt. And so they experience um, longer time periods of immobility mobility So they're not able to move or speak for longer periods than other cultures. Um, where, you know, they have these elaborate beliefs about sleep paralysis, which involve... Um, some people say it's male- malevolent. I'm not sure, but I'm sure you've heard of it. And it's the djinn. And it's their um, spirit-like creature. It's their their demon for lack of a better better term. <laughs> yeah,
1: which I, a lot of people don't know that a jin is a genie.
0: Exactly, yeah. So if you... Which I actually was going to do an episode on jin and I'm like, I might still... I don't know, because now you know about it, but... Um, well, It's I, interesting I, I mean, in its own way, so...
1: Like. I have read so much lore and stuff like that. Like, yeah. how jen aren't actually they don't grant wishes i mean i i know i know about you know what i mean like i've read so much lore so um if you do something on lore it's gonna be hard for me not to know what it is but i haven't done a lot of research i have just i read a lot of lore
0: well yeah and like i i don't know i'm kind of like torn about jen is specifically, because some people say they're bad, they're mean, and some people say they're not. So it's like, I think it would be interesting maybe for us to just have a discussion about, you know, gin, what, what we know about it. And, um, if, of course, if people want to hear that, let us know in the comments, because, yeah. Um, yes. So uh, research has found that sleep paralysis is associated with great fear and fear specifically of impending death which is weird to me. (laughs) And that happens in 50% of sleep paralysis sufferers in Egypt. So of all the people that suffer, 50% think that they are going to die basically (laughs) from sleep paralysis. Um, And so they also did a study comparing rates and characteristics of sleep paralysis in Egypt and Denmark. I'm not sure why they chose Denmark, but they did um and they found that the phenomena is three times more common in egypt versus denmark and um and they think it's because in denmark unlike egypt there are not really these elaborate supernatural beliefs about sleep paralysis they actually think it's a psychological event with um they're not afraid of it as much so they they tend to experience shorter episodes of sleep paralysis and fewer people. Only 17% of the people that do experience it are afraid they're actually going to die from it. So obviously a way less number in Denmark, which is quite interesting. I think I don't know. It's weird. my only my
1: my question is okay. So in Egypt we know that Egyptians they are not necessarily believers in christ they don't have a christianity in egypt
0: right no like
1: their main their main religious base is not christianity right right i would think that in denmark their biggest religion base is christianity
0: so that is an excellent point because right so in Egypt, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's, um, Muslim is the dominant religion there, and they... It is. Um... Yeah, they don't have that, the, the Christianity aspect, which I actually... I'm gonna talk about with some of the things that happen with sleep paralysis, because I think that's a factor. I do think that's a factor, actually. <laughs> It'd be interesting to, like, do a little survey about that, you know?
1: Do a study, yeah, like, yeah. how many people, like, how many... Uh, believers in christ have sleep paralysis versus how many people who are not believers in christ who are either muslim atheist um agnostic right or exactly. you know something like that like versus those people versus believers
0: yeah that because would be i would
1: I'm very think. interested to see it because if it has a demonic aspect to it people who are unbelievers you would think that they would have more more um cases or yeah, more totally. experiences with this phenomena
0: well and then be more terrified by it like apparently egyptians right. are just completely terrified by sleep paralysis i i'm not sure why they just i think they're convinced that whatever's happening is real and that they are going to die from it. <laughs> it's not right but like it's not you said funny,
1: it it before kind of... well like you said before though they've been conditioned Right. probably most of them for their whole lives that this is a something that is bad and it probably will kill you at the you know yeah. eventually I
0: mean yeah if you grow up hearing these stories of things that happen to you at night and of course you're going to eventually start thinking oh shit that's really going to happen to me and I'm going to die <laughs> like, of course right. you're going to think that of course you are um, That's I, interesting. I will though. say that I've never heard of anybody dying during sleep paralysis so um, I don't know <laughs> I don't know I why they I don't know why they're so convinced of that, but they are. So um so that was kind of like the info of sleep paralysis and now I'm going to talk about the things that people see during sleep paralysis. So I mentioned earlier the incubus and the succubus and these are the demons I think that are most prevalent that people associate with sleep paralysis. They think that this is what it is. This goes back hundreds of years where people are saying that it is it is these entities that are causing your sleep paralysis. And of course, if you don't know what it is, I am going to tell you. So an incubus is a demon in a male form um, that according to mythology and legendary traditions, lies upon a sleeping woman in order to engage in sexual activity with them. Um, of course, the female can- counterpart is the succubus. And there are all these salacious, which I love this word, I don't know why, salacious (laughs) tales of incubi and succubi that have been told for centuries in traditional societies. Um, Some traditions hold that repeated activity, sexual activity with these, with an incubus or a succubus will result in the deterioration of health. Um, your mental state, or even cause death eventually. Although, again, I've never heard of people dying during sleep paralysis, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but
1: I mean, they may not die during sleep paralysis, but maybe oh, right, like, overall experience through years because it's that is the traditional right, belief like that incubus and succubus literally suck the life out of you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, one of the earliest mentions of an incubus comes from Mesopotamia and um, the Sumerian mm. Sumerian King List, which is circa 2400 BC, which is a long time ago, <laughs> where um, the hero, Gilgamesh, his father is listed as what they called a lilu, which is an incubus. And um, it is said that the lilu disturbs and seduces women in their sleep, while the lilitu which is the female demon, and it actually is, I don't know if you've heard of it, but Lilith in the Hebrew. Um, the original. Right. So in the Jewish religion, they, they say Lilith is the demon that is the succubus. Um, count, it's the counterpart of an incubus. Um, but Lilitu is a female demon, which appears to men in their erotic dreams. So the claims are that succubi and incubi engage in these activities to have babies. They want to procreate with people. And it's funny, I should have written it down because there's actually a specific term for babies that are said to be born of um, um, let's say a woman and an incubus. And So there's a specific term for it which I don't have and I can't say off the top of my head but (laughs) you can look that up too. Um, And it's also said that um the incubus and the succubus are actually one demon that can change sex at will to accommodate for a female or a male victim. And so they That's say weird. they say that they would turn into a female, let's say, to collect the sperm of a of a human man and then they would turn into a man and use that sperm collected on a human female
1: <laughs> Gross. to impregnate Gross. her. <laughs>
0: Isn't it so weird? It's so freaking weird. And then, of course... I think out of
1: everything, that disturbs me the most. It's weird. that is disgusting.
0: It is disgusting. And it's so strange. (laughs) Like... It is. But then there are others that totally believe that an incubus, which is the male um, demon, finds sex with a man to be abhorrent, and um, a, a male, like an incubus, will not have sex with a man ever, no matter what, basically. Um, so they pretty much are of the belief that there are two genders of these demons. I don't know. That's whatever. You you draw whatever conclusions you want from that because I don't know. And I actually, it's weird Maybe. because I'm going to talk about a couple of different things that happen during sleep paralysis, but I think the incubus is the less frightening to me for some reason. <laughs> Maybe because I just, I don't know, like... I can't see that ever happening to me, so if someone's experienced that, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take away from your experience, but I just think that that's kind of, like, the least likely thing that's going to happen, even though that's oddly the most prevalent thing that they think happens to people, so I don't know, I don't know. Um, It's odd. It is (laughs) odd.
1: It, that that weirds me out
0: maybe it's beca- maybe it's because it's the last thing i'm gonna talk about is the thing that terrifies me the most because i think that this is most likely to happen to me personally so we'll see what you okay. think <laughs> um so okay. another thing is a hag um a hag is a a old woman a wizened old woman Or a kind of fairy or goddess um, having the appearance of an old woman, obviously. And this is often found in folklore and children's tales like Hansel and Gretel. So, the witch in there, I think, is a hag. She's a hag, right? So, a hag, or the old hag, was a nightmare spirit in Old English and Anglophone North American folklore. So... Obviously, the English would have brought that over with them when they settled in America. Um, But this variety of hag is essentially identical to the Old English Mera, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because Old English is very strange to me, Um, which is a being with roots in um, ancient Germanic superstition and closely related to the Scandinavian Mera, Which, of course, I don't know what any of these things really are. I briefly read about them, (laughs) but I don't know that much about them, so... But according to folklore, the old hag will sit on sleeper's chests and send nightmares into them, him or her. And so when the subject awakes, he or she would be unable to breathe or even move because the hag is, like, on top of them. And so, um they've now started calling this sleep paralysis and uh, I don't, I I think that even still they, they don't, they use the old belief because they still call it hag ridden. So if you're walking around and people are like, I'm hag ridden, that means that they have sleep paralysis, I think. (laughs) So, um, and even still it's frequently discussed as if it were a paranormal state. Like people truly believe that this, is what's happening when they're having sleep paralysis. So
1: I truly believe that's what's happening also. I don't know about the hag ridden, but I believe it's a paranormal state.
0: Dude, I totally do just because it's, we talked about, it's not, I don't think it's as rare as we think it is, but it's obviously not as prevalent as um, some other things that happen to people. So I don't know. And science, even though they say this is this, what's causes it. They still don't know why it happens to some people. Like, um, so many stories about hags seem to have been used to frighten children into being good. And so like the Northern England, in Northern England, they have something called the peg prowler, which is a river hag who lived in the river Tees and had skin the color of green pond scum. And so parents would keep their children away from the river's edge um, by being told that if they get clo- too close to the water, she's going to pull them in with her long arms and drown drown them. And I guess sometimes they even go as far as saying that she's going to eat them, <laughs> which is, Ugh. it's a terrible thing to say to kids. <laughs> I don't even know. You know what, though? I bet it's very <laughs> uh, Yeah. I probably wouldn't go there as an adult, honestly. <laughs> right. Um, Oh, okay. So, uh, so I didn't even read this part. That's funny. I just copied it. (laughs) So this type of Nixie, um, I don't know what a Nixie is, but it has other names like the Grindylow, which if you are a fan of Harry Potter, Harry Potter, you you know that, uh, Grindylow is a creature that they use and apparently it's the hag. Um... The hag. <laughs> so many tales about hags don't really describe them well enough to distinguish between an old woman who knows magic and a witch or another supernatural being. So obviously, is it a witch or is it a hag? We don't know. Like, it could be either or, it could be both. We don't know. <laughs> um, and they also go by the name of Night Hag, which I think is really weird and creepy. <laughs> Honestly. It is creepy. Um, so hags are often seen as malevolent. Like, they're not nice. Um, but may also be one of the chosen forms of shape-shifting deities. And please, if there's any Irish people listening, forgive me. I'm so sorry. Such as the Mor- Moria- Morian. It's spelled Morrigan, but I've read that the G is silent. So I'm gonna say Morgan Morian. <laughs> And the Baob, Baob, who are seen as neither wholly benevolent nor malevolent. So they pretty much don't care either way about you, apparently. (laughs) So the Morian is a figure from Irish mythology, and it literally is translated as Great Queen or Phantom Queen, and it's mainly associated with war and fate, which... um, especially with foretelling doom, death, and victory in battle. So her role was she would often appear as a crow, the Boab, which um, also means crow in Irish, old Irish, I think it is. And she is a war goddess who takes the form of a crow and thus sometimes known as, please, I'm so sorry again, the Boab Katha, which means battle crow. And she is known to cause fear and confusion among soldiers to move um, the tide of battle to whatever side she wants to win. So she can go and, you know, manipulate people basically to do what she wants. Um, And so Boab may also appear prior to a battle to foreshadow the extent of the carnage or death. And she might even predict a death of a notable person in battle, obviously. Um, she would sometimes do this through wailing cries, leading to comparisons with a banshee. So I have to wonder if that's actually where, um, the banshee came from. That'd be interesting to Which heard.
1: makes sense. And I don't know if a lot of people know any, like, actual, like, so everybody knows the story of King Arthur and his round table and stuff like that. Well, there's actually the original story, um... It's a very sordid tale, let me tell you. But, so, in, and I don't know if this is... Because the English translated it to Morgana.
0: Yes, I wondered if that was the same when I was reading I'm it. Wondering I'm if like, it's the same because...
1: She's actually a, a witch who... She's a sorceress, not a witch. She's a sorceress. Right. Who is very skilled and actually more skilled than Merlin. And Merlin right. actually was like just some kind of douchebag guy. You know what I mean?
0: He was but the guy changed... in the sword in the stone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, but like so I'm wondering if when the English translated translated um, King Arthur and they put it as Morgana, I wonder if it's actually Morana.
0: It kind of sounds like it is. So, like, I did a lot of, like, Googling to try to figure out how to pronounce this because it looks like Morrigan, Morrigan. And even, like, people say it's Morrigan, but then I've seen, like, where Irish people are like, no, no, the G is silent. So... If you're in English, even if you speak Old English and you're translating this, you're probably going to keep that G as a G sound and not know to cut it off. So it would actually make sense if this is the same thing. You know what I mean? Because I don't think Morgana is necessarily bad or good. She is just out for herself. I think that's been... It's exactly right. The theme of Morgana always is she's just out for herself, you know? So... Right.
1: And, and she has, and she has appeared as a crow and she is a very powerful sorceress. Exactly. So it go along with, and, and she um, also helps with the wars and stuff like that. So if you guys yes. don't know, like the real, the real story of King Arthur, I would definitely recommend reading it. Actually, there's a book called Morgana that is fan-freaking-tastic.
0: Dude, I love the legend of Arthur. Love it.
1: Too. I do too. I do too. It's a very sordid story though. It's yeah. actually not anything like anybody thinks it is. Interesting. I'm
0: going to have to look that up and read about it because I'm interested. Um, so the Boab and the Mor- Morian are considered generally to be part of a trio of sisters. So they, it's very confusing because they're saying that they're two entities, but then they're saying, which the two entities would be part of the trio, but then they're saying that they are the same. So I'm not sure if they're the trio or if they're not a tree. <laughs> like, it's very muddled. Obviously mythology is not precise because I guess it, it's probably regional even. Like it depends on where you're from, what stories you've heard, um, from your, you know, that have been passed down from your ancestors. So
1: your, your own folk, folklore. Yeah, exactly. Your own,
0: I think it just depends. From people, so. yeah. Um, so this entity incites warriors to battle and can help bring about victory yeah. over their enemies. The Morian encourages warriors to do brave deeds. Um, and sh- actually sh- she strikes fear into their enemies, which obviously makes a battle easier to win. <laughs> and uh, she's sometimes portrayed as um, washing the bloodstained clothes of the the people that are fated to die in these battles. So <laughs> that's kind of creepy. Um, and of course, she's most frequently seen as a goddess of battle and war and has also been seen as a manifestation of the earth and sovereignty goddess. And she um, she chiefly represents the goddess's role as guardian of territory and people. So I'm not sure why this... Specifically, got meshed in with the, the hag, the night hag, as she now is part of the lore of the night hag, which is part of the lore of sleep paralysis. It's very strange. It is strange. It's so strange. I don't know why people are like, yeah, that's a night hag, which is this other thing. I don't know. It's very weird, but...
1: Maybe, maybe because it's considered a trinity.
0: Right. The, the, the three... No, it's just so weird there's just so much like weirdness about sleep paralysis that i don't i don't know <laughs> so now we're gonna talk about the thing that scares me the most <laughs> and i don't know why this scares me the most but it does tell me
1: i want to be scared
0: and that is shadow people <sighs> Now this yes. may this may sound like oh that's whatever it's shadow people no this is terrifying <laughs> okay I have never seen a shadow person I don't know if shadow people really exist I I lean towards they probably do but I don't know so I believe they do I believe they do one hundred percent I think they do um <laughs> so a shadow it is one people. of the most
1: common hauntings shadow yes. people is one of the most common. Uh, things that people have seen in a haunted place.
0: Yes. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk all about it because I think it, it's so interesting. The instances where people actually see shadow people. So a shadow person um, also knows a shadow figure, shadow being, or a black mass is the perception of a patch of shadow, which looks like it's living and in a humanoid figure Which creeps me out. And uh, is interpreted as the presence of a spirit or other entities um, in paranormal or supernatural instances, of course. So a number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities. Such as um, shades of the underworld and various shadow creatures. And they've been a staple in folklore and ghost stories forever, like forever. (laughs) And, uh, so I don't know if a lot of people know of Coast to Coast AM, but Coast to Coast AM was, is a, um, late night radio show and they talk about a lot of paranormal and supernatural things. But... The shadow, the term shadow people was really popularized um, on Coast to Coast AM, and it was first um, talked about in length on April 12th, 2001, when Art Bell, which we all know Art Bell, (laughs) was um, interviewing a Native American elder called Thunder Strikes, who is also known as Harley Swiftier Reagan. And during the show, listeners were encouraged to submit drawings of shadow people that they had seen, and apparently a large number of these drawings were immediately made public on the website. So I think you can maybe go back and find those, but I'm not completely sure. So in October that same year, um, Heidi Hollis, who is probably the forefront of the shadow people um phenomena she wrote a book and it came out that same year and she actually later became a regular guest on hose to hose and so she describes shadow people as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of your peripheral so you're never you're almost never seeing them straight on they're just kind of hanging out over here like you might glance and see one um but I don't think you're ever like looking at these things straight on. Although I have heard some stories where people do see them <laughs> like straight <Me> too. on, <laughs> which creeps me out too. So, um, so what it,
1: does, this, does this happen a lot during sleep paralysis? People yes. see the shadow figures?
0: Yes. So a lot of sleep paralysis things I've read is this is, I would say it's probably the incubus and the succubus and then this. Like, these are the two things that are most prevalent with sleep paralysis. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's, I don't know if people are actually having these hallucinations and these see, seeing these things that aren't there or if these things are there, I, you know, like, I never want to find so, out. So, so fun fact that, okay, so
1: your brain cannot. Make up something that you have never seen. It's a fact. Your subconscious. So if you have dreams. When you dream. You have a dream about a person. Your brain cannot make up a face. It cannot. So you have seen this person at some point in your life. And your brain subconsciously remembers it.
0: So that's interesting. Because when I dream. I almost always have dreams about strangers. People I don't know. And. And I have very, very weird dreams, (laughs) like extremely weird, not scary necessarily, but just weird. And they're almost always involved people I don't know. And I can almost never make out or remember facial features of people in my dreams. They are usually just a person that is there, but I don't know what they look like. I can never remember what they look like. I don't know who they are. It's very strange. And and
1: it's probably because your brain isn't, like, making them an actual person. Like, their face is kind of blurred out.
0: No, yeah. It's like a placeholder. Like, I'm having this dream, so I need this placeholder to be in my dream.
1: (laughs) Right. But, so what I'm wondering is, okay, so they're saying that it's hallucinations, right? That your brain is seeing, like, you're seeing things that aren't actually there.
0: Right.
1: But here's the thing. For one, what if they are actually there? and you're in a place in your subconscious because you're either just falling asleep or just waking up where your brain is open to certain aspects of the world. Yes. That would it, it that it would not normally be open to because your logical brain is different from your sleeping brain. That's true. Yeah. One. So it could be, you could actually be seeing this. And then also what if it is your subconscious And you're not actually seeing it, but at one point in your life, you have seen it, and your brain is putting a a figure to something that you have seen.
0: That's freaky.
1: And you don't remember seeing it. Like I said, you can have a dream about a person that you may have seen for 10 seconds ever one time in your whole life. But because your subconscious automatically remembers it. Yeah. And they put a face to a person in a dream because you cannot make up faces. Dude, you I cannot like make that. up things like that. <laughs> I don't like Like, that's yeah. what I always wondered. Like, when you get older and, like, I'm mean, not going to necessarily say adult age, but say, like, a teenage age, and mm-hmm. you have a scary dream about a monster. Right. Like, something, is it something that you, you've either seen it on TV, um, or you have seen it before? You know because that's... you cannot make it up.
0: It's interesting, because I was reading about nightmares, and it does say that, uh, nightmares are most prevalent in kids from five to 12 years old. And it makes me wonder if like, of course when you're awake and you're a kid and you hear something that might scare you or see something that might scare you, of course your imagination, it automatically starts thinking of these things. So then you're going to sleep and your mind has a picture in it of these things that have terrified you during the day. And now you're having nightmares about them. And obviously that goes along with kids have probably never seen a monster under the bed, but they are convinced in their dream that it's there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
1: Right. Well, and here's the thing, too, because like I know like kids are more open to certain aspects of yeah. the world than we are. Because mm-hmm. they don't I mean, they have logical brains, of course. But their logic is different than our logic. So how do we know that they have not seen anything like that before?
0: We don't know. And then,
1: like, we spend, as parents, we spend their whole childhood telling them that those things aren't real.
0: That's true. When all
1: actuality, they may have been real to them at one point. That's true.
0: Interesting. That reminds me of that movie, Little Monsters. I don't know why.
1: Yes, I love that movie. I also
0: love that movie. What's up, little masters? Okay. Um, so... So, yeah. So, you see these shadow people, and apparently there are reports of these shadow figures attempting to jump on your chest and choke you. (laughs) So, obviously, this is where it comes in with sleep paralysis, because that's a symptom, a verifiable symptom from scientists, the pressure on your chest, right? Um... But this Heidi Hollis believes that the figures are negative, of course, and they're alien beings that can be repelled by various means, including, and this is what we kind of talked about before, invoking the name of Jesus Christ. So, it goes back so to, the, to the thing about Denmark and Egypt, I think, like...
1: So maybe not alien beings, but maybe demonic beings.
0: Yeah, it's weird that she she thinks they're alien. I don't. Maybe she's using the term alien very very loosely. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? It's it's uh, unknown or strange, not necessarily like extraterrestrial. You know what I mean?
1: Of not of this world that we live in,
0: right? Or not of this.
1: Un or well, what would I want to say there? Not of this.
0: Well, they're not in this, you know what I'm trying this to realm, this realm this
1: this line like this yeah the, like not of this parallel like we're in a parallel universe compared to
0: right. you know what I'm trying to say yeah I
1: words escape me today I'm like oh me too apparently because <laughs>
0: I can't think of it yet. <laughs> not
1: on this plane of existence that's what I'm trying to say not
0: on this plane of existence right right no I totally think that, like yeah I don't know she's the expert though apparently <laughs> so um apparently. Although participants in online discussion forums um, devoted to paranormal and supernatural topics describe um, shadow people as menacing, other believers and paranormal authors do not agree that shadow people are either evil, helpful, or neutral, and some even speculate that they may be the extra-dimensional inhabitants of another universe. Which is funny, because we've talked about that (laughs) on a couple of other podcasts about um, On oh, no, a
1: doppelganger.
0: Yeah, about ghosts. So <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting theory. Um, and then some paranormal researchers, which I tried to look this up and I can't find it. But um, Chad Stambaugh claims, and he's a paranormal author and researcher, to have recorded images of shadow people. <laughs> but like I said, I couldn't find them. So I don't know if that's true or not.
1: so some unsubstantiated at this point
0: I definitely wanted to find them so
1: (laughs) yeah so if any of our listeners or viewers if you guys can find uh, what she's speaking about from this guy um, let us know in the comments maybe post the link because we would love to see this
0: Mm -hmm. dude I am all about video evidence for real
1: I am too because like I love to believe in it but I also like hard facts. And I like video evidence. I like
0: pictures. I'm the same way. Yeah. I prefer video, so, video over pictures because videos are a little harder to manipulate. But <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. If you got it, let's see it. <clears throat> so, some people and I might go more towards this theory cl- are believe that shadow people are demons that come to you in your sleep. Um, and obviously you wake up and you experience this sleep paralysis and a lot of people believe that they have malevolent intentions towards you um there are also claims of there being a leader which I don't know if you've heard of this you probably have but this entity called the hat man is um reportedly the leader for lack of a better word of the shadow people he Um, I think if you see the hat man, you have seen the ultimate shadow person. And, um, apparently it's an incredibly frightening entity that some people believe actually stalk them, um, either in bed or out of bed. So I've heard stories, um, of people seeing this entity, like walking down the street late at night and they see the hat man. Following them or in an alleyway, <laughs> like, which terrifies me literally.
1: <laughs> yes. And you know what is crazy is I've actually heard, um, okay, so not heard. This is that, no, I watched a show on Netflix. It's called The Haunting of Hill House, right? This movie or this show is freaking fantastic. I love that show. <laughs> I can't wait for season two. But the boy in the show, when he's young and they live in the the Hill House.
0: Yes. He is haunted
1: by the hat man.
0: Yes. And so that's why I think they say that, that the hat man stalks people. So people, some people say, oh, I've only seen it once. And like, let's just say they're in their house and they look down the hallway and they claim to see like, A shadowy figure of a man who's clearly wearing like a hat a top hat I think the hat varies what kind of a hat it is varies but it's still the same it's a black mask with the shape of a man and a cape or even like a duster which is like a trench coat style um coat and um you know so it's not always just you're having sleep paralysis and you're seeing these it is people all the time are saying that they're seeing this hat man and um, I think that if you have seen the hat man once you may continue probably for the rest of your life to be stalked by this hat man and I don't know if they if they have a theory why more people see, that, like some people see this more often than others do but um, it's definitely scary <laughs> like, it is
1: That is, it is creepy. It is very creepy. Well,
0: like, just the idea that, we're talking, like, this goes beyond, like, ghosts or imprints or things like that. You know, this is something that is purposefully stalking you. Like, it is following you around everywhere you go. (laughs) And I don't like that. Okay. I don't either. So don't don't come over to me, hat man, because I'm not going to like it which uh,
1: when uh the lady on uh the coast to coast or host to host what is it i'm sorry oh the coast to coast yeah coast to coast yeah um when at the expert in the shadow people and she says that by invoking jesus's name you can get rid of them this theory actually lends credence to that right yeah you know what i'm saying because it you, uh You can invoke Jesus and get rid of bad things.
0: Yes, that is. I I firmly believe that's true also. So if you are being stalked by the hat man, just say, listen, buddy. I believe in Jesus. So leave me alone. And maybe maybe I'll leave you alone. We'll see what happens. Let us know if that's happening to (laughs) you. yes please and don't take my laughing as i'm laughing at you i get um nervous laughs is what i call them <laughs> and i laugh when i'm nervous i don't know why so um that's pretty much Rebecca it Rebecca last one
1: she scares the shit out of herself
0: listen i laugh i i laugh at awkward times first and foremost <laughs> but if i get scared i laugh if i scare someone then i laugh <laughs> I don't know why. (laughs) If I think of things that might frighten me, I laugh. I don't know. It's very weird. It's what I do.
1: (laughs) Um, It's your defense mechanism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some people fight or run. I laugh. So (laughs) if the the hat man comes, I'm going to be terrified. And I'm going to be like cracking up laughing. And it's going to be like, okay, I'm not coming back to see this crazy ass again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that wasn't the response i was looking for yeah, I'm I was, out.
0: i was expecting like fear terror screaming and i'm laughing hysterically yes that would be me <laughs> like, um after i cry of course but um so i do want to say that i found this documentary that i really really want to watch and it is called the hat man documented cases of pure oh. evil and you can find that on um amazon prime And I intend to watch that as soon as I can. And then there's also a blog called The Hat Man Project where people who have encountered these things can go and tell about their experiences. And I might also look that up too. (laughs) Just to read what some people say. I'm writing them down. Yeah, I maybe should have included some stories, but I knew that this was going to be a longer podcast. Um, so I didn't include any stories, but I have definitely heard firsthand accounts of the hat man and shadow people. I have not so much heard anybody tell stories of incubus or succubus or, um, the night hag. I've not ever heard firsthand accounts of that. So if you know somebody that has experienced that or you have, let us know. I want to share your story on my not very well-known podcast, but... (laughs) maybe someday some people will hear your story if you share it with us
1: yes like we've, we we've we discussed before that i kind of want to start doing like like a listener tales type thing where you guys um hopefully we'll get to the point where you guys can email us at your 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 stories and then we will tell your story on the podcast yeah we'll, um
0: we'll dissect it like that would be on. great
1: <laughs> yes and uh I'm definitely gonna check out this documentary, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna check so out this bad. the Hatman project. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm so like. So this is what I was telling you a couple of weeks ago that I was thinking about doing um, an episode on, but <laughs> I was too afraid because I think that there are rumors that if you, so. First of all, I will say that I have listened to quite a few um, shows on Coast to Coast AM. And if you guys are in a paranormal, you should check it out because it's really, really good. Um, although, I'm not a fan of George Norrie, who is the host of Coast to Coast. But sometimes they have Richard Serrett on there and he is a fantastic host. Okay, his voice is very calming and he talks about good things. But So I've heard tales of this entity that if you speak its name out loud, it will come to you and potentially do you harm. And I don't know its name, like I said, and I don't want to know its name because they're like they seriously say if you even think about this thing, if you even think about about this thing's name, (laughs) it will come to you. So I I, don't like that at all. No, I I hate it. And I think that actually some people think that's true of the hat man. If you um, talk about it, you're kind of invoking it to come to you. (laughs) But I kind of don't think that's true either. I don't know. I don't know how the hat man chooses who he visits. So if it's you, you're not allowed here. If you're absolutely not allowed here either. Okay. This is a house of Jesus. You stay away. That is right. You stay away, buddy. Yeah. So yes, that was sleep paralysis. Tristan. I loved
1: it. I loved it. I did not know that much stuff about sleep paralysis
0: i didn't either i just thought it was like this weird thing but i've been hearing a lot about it on some of the podcasts that i listen to and um i'm like i'm gonna do some research because it's kind of interesting actually <laughs> like i like it it's an yeah. interesting phenomenon like i don't know i don't know it's it one is of those, it's like it a head is. scratcher because i just don't know you know well
1: not even scientists know but honestly what the hell do they really know i mean they Just tell us all kinds of shit that <laughs> because they said so that's law like dinosaurs existed like 80 million years ago how do we know that <laughs> honestly how do you, you so because you tell me that you've carbon data dated this thing that it's 80 million years old
0: yes that's what they with say. a
1: machine that you made <laughs>
0: <laughs> like <laughs> oh god that's hilarious so sorry. <laughs>
1: I mean, I can make a machine right now that could tell me that this piece of wood is 50 million years old. I mean, if I make a machine, I can have it tell me whatever the hell I want it to tell me. You know what I mean? So, where I do agree with some scientific study into the paranormal where they're actually making it a science, but... Those people who are into parapsychology and the study of the paranormal and are making it a science, they actually believe in it. Yeah. Scientists who do not believe in it, I do not believe anything you say, Well, honestly. The
0: thing I, I I have, I'm like two sides of one coin because I do believe in science
1: I do believe in science. I mean, not not saying that
0: you don't believe in science. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I, I, part of me is very scientific. I appreciate having facts laid out for me, but I feel like when you're a scientist and you won't even consider the possibility of something that you can't prove with your science, I don't appreciate you. (laughs) Like,
1: See, like, so yeah, and that's that's where I'm at. That's
0: where I'm at. Well, yeah, all I'm asking people ever is to just have an open mind about things. Like, don't just poo poo it yes. because you can't prove it. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, it doesn't make sense. So, that's my theory of science, and I I'm not going to go into it because <laughs> I think some of it There's, I know I might go have off a, po- on a, t- a political you know. bent, and I this that's not what this podcast is. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Although, if Donald Trump believes in ghosts, I would like to know that. I
1: also would, too. Anywho.
0: Um, so, yeah. Well. <laughs> now that we've done that. Um... Anyway.
1: So, yes, you guys. Um, as always, subscribe, like, share. Hit the notification bell. Um, our links for our um instagram twitter and facebook page are always in the comment in the description below
0: they're always there
1: you can also um because we're on podcast now um i actually have to look it up but so on facebook you can friend us at rebecca tristan um if you guys want to see all of our new stuff coming out uh we try to post on there often yes um Plus, we just have fun little things that we like to do on there. Um,
0: And we have no friends on Facebook, so make sure you follow us on there, please.
1: Yes, follow us on Facebook. Um, I'm actually going to get, because I don't know offhand, because I'm a weirdo. So, uh, for our podcast listeners, um, you can follow us on Instagram at occultus underscore cerebus. And Mm -hmm. on on Twitter, we're just... um, on Twitter, we are... I have to go to Twitter now <laughs> because or, I'm Or awful.
0: something on Twitter. I think it's Parasisters on Twitter, but I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> no, we are Occultist Cerebus on oh, Twitter right. also. Yes, because technically that's our brand name. Uh, we are the Parasisters, yes. which Occultist Cerebus is Parasister, yes. Paranormal Sisters. Paranormal so, Sisters
0: in Latin. Um, we're fancy like that.
1: Because we are fancy like that. So, that's yes, what yes what just look at Look for, us up. We're at bourgeois. Cerebus. We are very bourgeois. Um, uh, Occult of Service on Twitter, at Cerebus. Uh, you can tag us in anything that you want to tell us about Paranormal. Please, please, please. Um, and I think we can leave it there unless you have something else to say.
0: I feel like <laughs> I wanted to say something and I totally forgot. To. <laughs>
1: Probably because I just ran you over. That's what I like to do. <laughs>
0: That's Okay. <clears throat> There was some, like literally it was like right there. Maybe I'll remember next time. Who knows? <laughs> I'm extremely forgetful. So I guess we'll just, uh, yeah. Follow us, like us, share us. Turn on your notifications. That's the most important thing. That's all we could ask of you. So,
1: Also, if you guys are looking for an awesome Halloween mask, come check out my shop at Etsy. And... You can pick up this baby right here at Black the Cat Boutique on Etsy.
0: Beautemus, Beautemus, I love it. And there's a ton of them. I have so many. And you know what? They just, are hand painted. They are. They they take her hours and hours to make. So um, yes, go and support her. Cause I don't know. I don't. I I'm not involved in her um thing, but I would like to see it succeed. So <laughs> go and support her. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to get her involved. I'm trying to get her involved into it because her husband makes awesome things on his 3d printer and,
0: and I'm trying to is, get her to make
1: some earrings. This
0: is an example of an earring made on a 3d printer. Yes. yes. Isn't it beautiful? And if you don't know, it is beautiful. I love Harry Potter. So that's what it is. <laughs> that is a deathly hollow. So there you go. Um, and actually I just remembered what I was going to say. So, um, if, you guys are listening to our podcast, you may hear things that don't necessarily make sense because I was thinking Tristan that sometimes when um, Sassy walks in the background, like he does hysterical things that literally have made me crack up laughing. But if you're listening to a podcast, you don't necessarily know what I'm laughing at. So I would recommend, yes, listen to our podcast because it is so mobile. You don't have to worry about having, you know, the YouTube premium channel where you have to pay money. Um, that's why I like podcasts is because you can just download it onto your phone. You don't have to use data. You can just listen to it, wherever. But also I recommend going and watching our videos because some things happen that are too hysterical to pass up. So <laughs> make sure you do that yes. too. Yeah, give us a thumbs up always, and um, I think we're. We out. have our
1: own supernatural beings here. <laughs> That's true. We got
0: Sassy on Tristan's end, and we got Nessie on my end, and we got baby Nessie. And Tristan has a ton of baby sassies over there too. So,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So um, I think we're outie five thousand. Tristan, what do you think? I'm bringing that back. By the way, I've decided that that um, needs to come back. Audi 5,000. I agree because
1: it's a great saying.
0: I don't even know what it means. I just like
1: it. (laughs) I don't know what it means either, but I like it too.
0: Well, alright then. We're Audi 5,000. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to catch y'all on the flip side.
1: And y'all stay creepy. Peace.